Welcome to the Kona Edge, where you'll discover what the best triathletes in the world do to give them the edge. Let's talk some biking today here on the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. Thank you for joining us. And we head back to Europe to touch base with Martin Segers today to discover a little bit more about his bike and what he loves doing and what he doesn't particularly like doing and uh, some of the things he's done over time that's really helped him improve his performance on the bike. If you haven't checked out our exclusive uh, patron-only uh, podcast feeds, uh, I give you a sort of behind-the-scenes look as to what's happening here at the Kona Edge. All you have to do is head over to theconeedge.com forward slash support, become a patron, and you'll get access to that feed right away. And you can uh, discover some of the things that are going on behind the scenes and the thinking behind it and some of the, the ideas that I've got. I bounce a lot of the ideas that I have uh, off our patrons. And there's some cool things in the pipeline. I can tell you that much, but you can get access to that uh, on theconeedge.com forward slash support. That's the website to get to, and you can get access to that feed as well. It's time for today's Coach's Corner. If you're an athlete looking for a coach, it doesn't matter where you are in the world, we've got access to some of the best triathlon and Ironman coaches around. If you'd like to find out more, uh, hook up with one of our coaches, whether you need help with a swim, bike, run, or nutrition, all you have to do is head over to thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. You can get all the details there. Check out all the coaches that uh, we've got access to. And don't forget, too, if you are a coach and you would like to get access to uh, the podcast and get uh, a bit of a plug on the podcast, all you have to do is head over to that same URL, okay? It's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. Uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page and you can get all the details there. So that's thekonaedge.com forward slash coaching. We head back to Belgium once again, where cycling is huge. And a returning guest, Martin Segers, joins us now. Martin, welcome back. And cycling is one of uh, your strong points between the, the run. It's uh, right up there. You you, you had yep. an incredible bike in, in Kona in 2016, sub five hours, which is uh, f fantastic. 4.54. What do you have to do to go under five hours in Kona on the bike? Um. Yeah, Kona it's, uh, itself, uh, of course, it's the biggest race. Everyone comes out of the water at the same time. So you just, uh, first, uh, the first bike part, it was uh, getting away from the big groups. It was difficult because this year it was worse than uh, years before. But of course, I keep on uh, watching my power meter. And then uh, after the turning point, it was more relaxed and I could ride my own pace without uh, worrying about the drafting uh, because I, I only got once um, a violation card in my whole triathlon career and I don't want to, to have it again. But in Kona, it's very difficult. But the, the main secret, or it's not a secret, it's just watch your power meter and try to uh, ride a flat race first part and second part to be the same but it's not that easy always for, for you on, on your power meter what sort of numbers are you are you looking at mm, in Kona I've, I think I wrote uh, an average pace uh, of 250 um, watt but I'm only then I, my weight was 63 so it's kind of good 
All right, fantastic. And you, you mentioned in our first chat having that patience that someone might come past you and you might be feeling good and you, you have to hold yourself back. That is, uh-huh. particularly in Ironman racing, that is vital because if you go and, and, and burn those, those, those biscuits, so to speak, up front, you're going to yeah. pay later on in the race. Is that something you've had to work at or, or does it come pretty easily to you that you are you're comfortable to let someone go because you know that if you race within yourself, there's a good chance you're going to catch them later? I think it's something almost everyone has to work at because it it can it's not good for your ego if someone <laughs> goes by and you at that point you have the feeling that you can ride along. Um so you have to learn that uh you can do it twice in a race, go a little bit too hard, but you don't can you you can't go four or five times uh the whole race that you can go too fast. It's just you have like my coach t- tells me, you have some matches. You have about two of them. You can burn them, but afterwards, yeah, it's it's finished. You can't um, you can't go the whole race full force and then expect to to run a good race. Have you done that? Have you gone full tilt on the bike and uh, had nothing on the run? I kind of got it in Kona 2015. Yeah, 15. Um, I. At that point, my power meter uh, did, didn't work on the race it, itself, and then uh, the first part of the race, I went, I went too fast, and then um, the bike lag was well, it was okay, but the run was wasn't good that year. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it wasn't pretty, I'm sure. As far as training goes, do you do most of your bike stuff indoors, outdoors? Do you do it alone? Do you do it in a group? What What does training look like for Martin Segers? Yeah, I'm kind of a freak on that part to ride indoors. I really, I I don't think there are lots of riders that love indoor training, but I love it. I I love riding indoors, uh, watching some series, and then four or five hours is no problem. So I just keep on riding. And I think for me, I keep making progress on my bike leg, but I, I keep training indoors. And then sometimes I go outdoors, but... I can do a whole winter. This winter I trained before uh, March, two times outdoor, and my bike my bike is better than before, so it's no problem. You're, you're braver than me, Martin. I must say, I I cannot. I just it drives me mad sitting on an indoor trainer. But I'm glad you can do it. Your favorite workout? Tell us, share with us your favorite workout on on the indoor trainer. Yeah, but if I if I, I I have to be honest, I have no problem with riding indoors, but if I if the sun is out and it's a beautiful day, I I really prefer going outdoors. So back in Belgium, now it starts to be better weather and I, I prefer going outdoors then. That's no problem. But my favorite workout uh, should be something like a five-hour ride with uh, two break, break sessions of uh, uh, one hour at Ironman pace. So... That's kind of you. You start riding one hour, relax, then an hour Ironman, and half an hour relax, an hour Ironman, and then the whole ride through. So that's a good session. Awesome. Looking at your bike over time, is there something you think you've done that's really given you big gains? You obviously riding with power. Have you always ridden with power? Uh, I think for most most age groupers, they'll say a power meter is a big thing. But is there anything else? 
Uh, I also started riding um, some four years ago with um, the power crank system. Uh, I don't know if you know it. It's a kind of uh, the cranks are independent from each other. Yeah. And you have to you pull up your your leg every time, so it kind of learns to it learns you to to use your hamstrings as well. Um, and I don't try to exaggerate it because it's a it's kind of a hard training, but I, I try to do it in the winter uh, once or twice in a week. Just to, to build up that strength. And again, you, you talk about training through winter. It's the consistency and, and, and training right the way through so that you're not starting a new season on the back foot. You've got yeah. that base to build on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and also um, back in uh, 2014, I got my worst year. Um, but um, from then on, I started to, to train a little bit more uh, two times in a week on my uh, core stability. It also helped me, I think, in every part of the the triathlon. It's helped me on the on the swim, on the bike, and on the run. And I never got uh, any back problems uh, anymore. So that's also very important, I think. I, I think that's one thing a lot of triathletes neglect is they they don't worry about strength and conditioning. In a typical week for you, training wise, how many sort of core sessions would you get in? Uh, what would the breakup be? You mentioned that you swim four times a week. How many times do you bike? How many times do you run? And then how many how many strength and conditioning sessions? Yeah, I think uh, in in a typical week it's a four four times swimming, uh, biking. It's more the the kilometers. I think. I start to build up from 300 until now 500 kilometers, and then the run as well. It's uh, build up from, I think, 40 until now a little more, a little bit more than 80 kilometers, uh, and then the the core stability. Um, in the winter, I do it twice in a week, uh, one hour to one hour and a half, and actually now that part um, I'm letting it go. Maybe this week once in half an hour but then uh, I prefer relaxing a little bit more uh, before my race than to put in much of effort now because the core stability is made now for the race it's better to rest a little bit more but in the winter it's one and a one hour and a half uh, two times you mentioned you've got a race coming up how do you deal with the taper are you one of those athletes that gets quite nervous and jittery do you do you feel like you should be doing more is it something you struggle with are you quite comfortable with a with the taper do you quite like it well i quite like it because uh, i start to taper about uh, 10 days before the race um the nervous feeling uh, that the feeling that the race has to start it's only the day before i think uh and the taper i think if you have a little bit experience you know that you have to do it you if you don't do the taper you can't do the race at your full potential so it's a part of the race i think it's it's uh normal that some athletes get nervous from it but you have to do it and you have to relax it try to enjoy it Brilliant. Well, Martin, we'll get you on next time out to talk about your run, but thank you for your time today on the Cone Edge. Much appreciated. Yep. 
thanks so much uh, for joining us. Uh, and that's it for another podcast. Before I do go, though, one more iTunes review. Short and sweet today. It comes from the United States uh, from George B. 2002. It says, awesome podcast, five stars, awesome podcast. George, thank you. That's all I have to say. Lots of lots of, of uh, great sentiment in those two words. I really do appreciate it. You have no idea, though. These uh, iTunes reviews help us get in front of more people on iTunes. It uh, doesn't cost you anything to do, and it helps us out massively. So uh, if you haven't left us a review and you enjoy the podcast, if you've got some value out of it, please just consider taking a couple of minutes uh, to leave us uh, a review. And, uh, yeah, we who knows? We could be putting your name in lights on the next podcast. So go check that out. Uh, and also, we're giving you the chance to win a very, very cool prize by leaving us a review. You have to head to theconeedge.com forward slash win to find out more about that. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to theconeedge.com slash bike seminar now.